Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Yeah, you know it to be true, he's here. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we are your hosts of the podcast with, what was it? Timeless Integrity. (laughs) Timeless Integrity. Oh, Timeless Integrity, that's right. (laughs) Jeff, I don't know about this new... Catchphrase. I think that we want to be the new, hey, everyone, flashy, buzzy, and fuck off, everyone. If you don't know it, fuck you. That's the vibe. We're not, we're not helping you at all. It's the flash in the pan. Catch it now or live to regret it. <laughs> Catch it now or fuck off forever. <laughs> Anytime we do like, um, uh, just catch it up. The folks who are just listening, we do this thing. We don't do that anymore. No. Yeah. Let's not do the, we're catching up, this is booze news. We talk about booze-related news. No, we'll just go into it. They should know by now. We want it to be one of those podcasts where people are like, I tried to get into it, but I didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> what was going on? They kept saying bip, 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 and they were saying nasty man and over and over again. <laughs> uh. It was awful. <laughs> and I've been listening since the first episode. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, then, then, then you have the problem. <laughs> 160 hours of pain. Oh. <laughs> Folks, don't do that to yourself. Switch over to Smartless. If you're one of those dumb podcast listeners. No, there's a pod. No, that's good. No, no. Switch to the Patreon. Yes. We should start doing ads for Smartless on this show. (laughs) (laughs) When we we go to commercial, I'm like, Smartless is a pod where you're going to have a completely fun time. (laughs) We should start buying ad space on this show to uh, promote the Patreon. That's true. It's not a bad idea, Mike. (laughs) I don't know if it's a smart idea for me to say mean things about the smartless host, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Oh, boy. I, I, I'm creeped out by Jason Bateman's hair. What? You know, when a when an older guy has floppy hair, it's like Ken Burns finally changed his hair. Hmm. When, when an older guy has boyish hair, it creeps me out. What do you think? You're one of the Beach Boys? Nah. Yeah. You rich and you live up on Mulan Drive. Have some short white hair for, for a change. <laughs> Yeah, look at Johnny Knoxville. Hey, I I was at a Hollywood party recently, and I saw Johnny Knoxville uh, 
in the flesh. And uh, yeah, that shock of white hair is, is well, shocking. Distinct. Wow. Dear, near, near. <laughs> Dear, near, near. You went to a Hollywood party. Were you, were you catering the event? <laughs> well, I was catering to uh, some of the people there. Um, no, I'm out, I'm out there, man. I'm taking big swings. Hey, have you read my scripts? <laughs> big swings. <laughs> hey, have you read my scripts that you're in? <laughs> That's my opening line. I mean, that would be a good Patreon, the Sloppy Boys Network, and like get get recordings of ourselves going up like, hey, how's it going? What projects are you working at? Oh, man. That's a good Patreon episode is like hearing like what you're sincerely doing, like hearing me try to schmooze somebody. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Let me tell you this, though. This is some major name droppage. I I go to this Hollywood. This is an extremely top tier event that I managed to get an invite to. I walk in. Mm -hmm. I, I, I ride up the elevator alone. Cool. I, I open elevator door uh, opens empty lobby. I turn to the left. The first, and I'm thinking, I'm going to see some celebs. The first face I see. Jason Statham. Owen Wilson. Oh, nice. Oh, come on. Owen Wilson leaving the party. And what happens? He's walking by himself. He's leaving the party. He looks at me and goes, hi, how's it going? Can you believe that? Get the fuck out of here. That's great. That's great. Wow. Now, I don't know if he recognized me from 2012. I was a receptionist in an office and he walked through and said, hey, how's it going? So, uh, no, Tim, he read your scripts. (laughs) (laughs) I read your scripts. I'm not really I don't really like them. You've got act two problems. (laughs) Did he uh, I bet way back in his brain, he remembered seeing you all those years ago. It's not a face you forget. Yeah, or a stench either. A lot of times, uh, <laughs> odor is connected with memory. Yeah, yeah, the olfactory senses. <laughs> yes, there's a strong sense memory, and that's why I always try to make sure before I go to a Hollywood party, I, I don't shower for a week, so the pheromones are really getting out there. <laughs> <laughs> this guy smells like he eats 30 ribeyes a year. <laughs> 31. 31. Ooh, I had a little bit of a ribeye myself recently. A little bit. Mike, when it comes to ribeyes, you either have one or you don't. Okay, you don't have a little bit of a ribeye. (laughs) I brought some some of the leftovers home and had it tonight for dinner. Uh, It was a uh, bone-in ribby, and I had him do it medium well. No, Michael. Huh. And I, people, the people I was, the people I was with, they said this is crazy. I said, guys, this is what I do now. So you undercook the chicken and you overcook the steak. That's a weird little flip. Under over? No, not overcook. It's a different <laughs> flavor. You understand? Okay. If this meat's so good, this is what I say. If this meat's so good, it should be able to handle any temperature. <laughs> what restaurant? Uh, Smith and Walensky's. Love it. Love it. Manhattan, baby. There you go. Very cool. Very cool spot. What drink did I get? Did I get a drink? I did get a drink. Martini. I'm sure I got a martini. Shing. How else would you have cut through the steak in your stomach? Yeah. Your incisors aren't going to do it. You need a martini. (laughs) Big glass of milk. I did. I I feel like I've probably squawked (laughs) about this on, on the show before, but I follow some steak Instagram accounts. No, they, what they do, I swear they're doing this on purpose where they'll, they'll show like a video, a close up of a guy like cooking a ribeye and cutting it and showing how it's cooked. And it'll be an overcooked ribeye. And then it'll, the caption will be like, 
perfect or nah? And then there's like 4,000 comments being like, overcooked, overcooked. You ruined it. You ruined it. And I'm like, they're doing that on purpose. They're <laughs> overcooked, overcooked. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is how they get it, uh, engagement is all the mad dads are on their Instagrams being like, overcooked. You ruined it. That piece of fine meats. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Comment baiting. Yes. I've heard of this as a, as, yep, I've heard of that. We've never done this, but we should put out a bad episode and we should see if we get a lot of comments. Uh, mm. Oh, that's smart. That's not a bad. bunch of false stats. We've only ever done like these really like funny thought provoking episodes. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. right. Hmm. Hot takes. Yeah. Cool comedy. <laughs> Hot takes and cool comedy on the Sloppy Boys show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you just made me think of something, Tim, the cooking the steak and people getting mad. Mm, I forget. Well, you got yours medium well and you were happy with it. I loved it. Loved it. Nice. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I, I really don't. Uh, I order my medium rare, but I understand uh, people don't like rare meat and I'm and I understand that. So if you're if it if it's grayer. And it's more well done because you really didn't want to get any pulpy, cold, raw meat. I understand the choice. Well, also, I, I do like that rawish meat taste, but I also just like the charred taste. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a smokiness in there. Well, here's what you do, Michael. At a at a hmm. an establishment like Smith and Walensky's, they know when you order, you can you can say charred. Like um, I'll I'll at a steakhouse sometimes say oh. medium rare charred, and it'll be burnt on the outside and still medium rare on the inside, and. Interesting. There's a word for that, though, right? Isn't it? Isn't it like Pittsburgh style or like Philly style? Or that one's like, yeah, that's like very low. That's like raw, raw, raw. But yeah, ch- uh, chard is the one for like I don't know what, what how they flare up the grill either with some like water or a oil or something, but they just cook it on a hot spot in the grill and they burn the outside and it's great. Ooh, hot spot. Now, do you? Tamira, you're a you're a cook a cook's son. You're a son of a cook. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is uh, liquid smoke? I can handle that one. That's uh, instead of making jerky in a smoker, my grandfather. You've had his jerky. It's fantastic. You might have even had the transition. You had the old school one. Yeah. And then um, at one point he transitioned to like I don't even have to smoke it for as long. I just use this stuff called liquid smoke. Yeah. And I didn't have the heart to tell him it's not as good. It's a very specific taste. Once once you've tasted liquid smoke, you you kind of know that taste, and you can you'll be able to spot it from afar and be like, "That's not really smoke." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it is it that why the the jerky Jeff that your uh, grandfather sent us was so good? But it also had kind of like a little wetness to it, a little moisture. Yeah, it was moist. That probably was it. All right. The old stuff, dry as a bone. <laughs> it looks like a bottle of hot so- or soy sauce, and it just tastes like smoke. But I remember it's a very seventies looking thing. Yeah. Yes, and in a pinch at my dad's restaurant, I remember we had like some pizza that had smoked mozzarella on it, and we would smoke the mozzarella in the smoker. And then when we ran out of that, I remember in a pinch chopping up some mozzarella and put a little liquid smoke <laughs> on there. No one is none the wiser. Yeah, give it a little. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably put that on some salmon too, huh? Anything that requires a little smoke. Yeah. I've got a giant mound of locks in my fridge right now. I, I brought it home from work. Somebody sent us uh, a big uh, smoked salmon bagel spread at work. And then I said, if no one wants this, I'll take it home. But I got like 
10 pounds of lox. I love this stuff, but I'm eating it so much. I'm like, I think I'm dying because it's so salty. <laughs> I think I'm dying. <laughs> I ate it like 10 days in a row. And I do feel like I it aged me a decade. Sure. Well, that it's, on, it's got a small window too. You know, you can't be eating lox after day 10. I don't know though, because smoked like cured, like salted smoked yeah. things are, that's, that's what, damn. That's what, uh, you know, the, the whole reason for smoked salmon is like people up in Alaska would be, it was all the only food they had for a whole year. But isn't it like still floppy and moist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what seems bad to me. Like It'll leave a stain. It's not like a Slim Jim where it's like, there's <laughs> like, that's like barely even alive anymore. <laughs> I don't think it ever was alive. <laughs> I don't know. I put it, I put it in my back pocket and I, and I leave it there all week and it's totally fine. <laughs> I would love to see how Slim Jims get made. Ooh, I don't know if you do. <laughs> I mean, you might be your last Slim Jim. I think I, I'm doing a quick look up on YouTube if there's a, how do they make Slim Jim? Which of our music videos did we end with? Seven to a Slim Jim. Eat me. It's definitely a Haskell joint. Master Bong Ripper or Let's Party. Yeah, it has to be that. It's not Let's Party. <laughs> Eat me. Ooh, could have been Give It Up. Give it up, <laughs> How Slim Jims are made. Mm. Okay, there are videos, but not long ones. They don't want you to know. <laughs> it's, it's kind of amazing that that's the one brand. Like, you go into any gas station and you'll see a bunch of meat sticks that are off-brand, and then you'll see Slim Jim and you'll buy the Slim Jim. It's, they're the only one that went national. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Links is getting up there. Oh, sure. It is getting up there. They have the whole Sasquatch thing. Yeah. Um, hey, do you remember? I used to go to, um, back in like the 90s, I would go to the country store, which was just like a convenience store, but a little country. A little country. You could also get some candles there. <laughs> and like they had the beef jerky that has no branding. It's just in a bin with tongs. Yeah. And you, yeah, you dip yeah. into that bin with the tongs and you pull out just like a little sheet of beef jerky. And they're like, eh, whatever, 99 cents. That felt very authentic because it was like no brand, no package. And now I'm like, hmm, I don't know <laughs> if you should be just dipping into the meat bucket at the country store. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, wow, this is authentic. It's probably homemade. Or it's just like they <laughs> took it out of the packages and dumped it in. Who the fuck knows? I, I remember stuff like seeing stuff like that and it being next to like dog rawhide to, rawhide toys and stuff <laughs> like pig's ears. And oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's near the dog food stuff. Humans can eat and stuff that dogs can eat. Nasty. Nasty, man. Well, did we get into a little booze news? Yes. I would love to bip, 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 hit it. Just place. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Boy, 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 boy. Me, if I were <laughs> boy. boy FM was sent to us by Jordan Stalling. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. 
Nice. That was good. Yeah. Is, that, is he new, Jordan Stalling? I think Jordan Stalling is uh, new and really putting up some numbers fast. Wow. Bye. 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 For those of you don't, that don't know, that was for a, a story I told about my weird neighbor calling me bye. And it's a scary story. Subscribe to our Patreon. Listen to the Reanimator episode. I'll tell, the, I'll tell you the whole story. He'll tell you all about it over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, over there. Meet me there. Now, Tim, I was, ju- I was just about to admonish you for saying, hey, you know, filling the listener in, but you turned oh. it into a Patreon ad. I love it. And we love that here <laughs> at Sloppy Boys LLC. <laughs> you know what would be cool is if we didn't explain stuff. Have you seen this big podcast? We'll have YouTube videos where fans have made like lore explainers like if you're trying to get into a podcast fans will make a supercut to show you like oh this is how this thing came up on the that podcast so hmm. oh maybe we shouldn't explain things and then the slop heads will say hey welcome to the the slop uh tube uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, slop tubes on oh, what the fuck am i doing with my life <laughs> the fuck is up yeah we should make it as as difficult as possible to get into this show <laughs> yeah um booze news michael you've got booze news take it away i do well we've talked on this pod before about martinis we've talked about regular martinis dirty martinis pickle martinis and we had talked about a peppercini martini <gasps> Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And Tim knew where to find one, and I went and got it. Oh, Michael! I I texted Tim the other day, and uh, I said, "Tim, you got to help me out here." I said, "What is the name of the restaurant and drink that we've talked about?" <laughs> <laughs> I have no information whatsoever. <laughs> I've never been there, but I've read about this place, uh, Bad Roman, that is sort of an over-the-top Italian restaurant high concept like a bacchanalian italian restaurant Mm -hmm. wow like caligula yeah Yeah. i went it was uh and i got one of these pepperoncini martini pepperoncini it's in like right next to there's this like mall near columbus circle and uh it's in the mall on the third floor i went up the beauty it's beautiful in there the the whole setup is nice the bar is really cool there was this cool like design above the bar bartenders were nice i made a little uh audio let's hear it it, it, oh, before you start, Jeff, it starts in, I, I fucked up the recording, so it starts like, as I'm saying, like, I'm at Bar Roman. All right, cool. The Bad Roman Bar in the Columbus Circle. I'm trying the Martini Peppercini. Here we go. It looks delicious. It's kind of a neon green. It's got a peppercini. Here I go. Ooh, baby. Ooh, that's good. That's real good. It's a real smooth time here at the Bad Roman. Oh, it's got a little kick. That's good. And I just, I was talking to the uh, bartender who was fantastic about, he liked my Grateful Dead hat. I'll tell you more about that when I get in studio. But he was saying uh, to try it, next time just try it with gin, because I want to try it, what it said in the, the version that it said in the menu. But he said next time, if you like gin, just go with the gin one. Ooh, fantastic. Hanford out. See you soon. Always a tail slate on that segment. (laughs) Yeah, that segment always has a tail slate. Uh, 
But yes, uh, Bad Roman, if you're around, go there and talk to the bartender, Ricky. He was good. He was a cool dude. He was making me laugh. He was uh, asking, he was making fun of some bartender for being from Ohio or something. That was funny. <laughs> uh, this was a great drink. This had a nice little kick to it. It wasn't like you're just drinking pepperoncini juice, but uh, it was really good. I ate the pepperoncini off the, the stick. Oh, oh, Ooh, it was good. But yes, next time I will go in and get it with gin because I'm not a uh, vermouth. Or I'm sorry, I'm not a uh, 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 vodka. Vodka. Martini guy. Hmm. This is, that's exciting. I, you know, we've heard a lot about these different martini. I, someone was just telling me about a martini that ceviche juice dripped into it. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but pepperoncini sounds to me like the best. Like that's it's like that's it's the right type of sour. Yeah. Briny, salty. You were in, like walking around Columbus Circle, and uh, yeah, I was taking a look at some of the runners on the uh, the marathon route. Oh, cool! I say because I put you know me, I'm putting together a running team, and I was just looking at some of the best runners. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to scout the best. Yeah, drinking martinis, watching other runners. <laughs> you got a cigar and a fedora, and you're like, "Hey, kid, come over here, join my marathon team." <laughs> We got a program. What? Who are these people? Who's that? He's not listed in the program. Well, sir, I don't know. He just jumped in without a penny on. Oh, he's the fastest one in the course. <laughs> this little stretch, anyway. This little stretch, anyway. That I'm watching. You go chasing after him, splashing your martini around in your head. Hey, kid, wait up! I got a proposition for you. I'm, I'm yelling from out the window. Hey. <laughs> You speedster, slow down. Hey, wait, I got to take it back to the drink. Yeah. Is there a secret to it or could a couple of guys like us make it at home? I think a couple of guys like us could make it. We just have to find the proper dimensions. <laughs> Proportions? <laughs> yeah. Well, dimensions too, I guess. <laughs> no, the dimensions. It's, uh, proportions are just uh, liquid dimensions, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, length, width, and depth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but there's vermouth in there or no? I think there will. Yeah, I think there would be vermouth in there. A dash. but Because I just said, just make it. Just make it. You know, I didn't want to put any... Uh, any uh, tweaks. Any tweaks on it before I even had it. That could be good. Um, ooh, and I was at a bar before that with another martini. Well, I may have said too much. No, <laughs> you haven't. I have created... A drink. I'm, <gasps> I'm in my head. The te- it's in my head test kitchen right now. From the dome, like Jay-Z. Ooh, that's exciting that it's a martini. I start, I told this guy, it was a nice place. It was in a hotel. I forget the name of the hotel, but it was right near the, right near like uh, the south end of uh, Central Park. South, uh, south, on the southeast or west side? South, it's, uh, the the wherever the Plaza Hotel is, it was like around the, around that clump of hotels. I mean, are we talking like uh, the uh, Carlisle Bellwoman's? No, nah, it wasn't Bellwoman's. That would be this was like on the on the exact south road of the. <laughs> Hello, Jeff. Well, then cut it out, Jeff. I don't care. Nobody knows New York. <laughs> nobody goes there anymore. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody has ever heard of Midtown Manhattan. Who is this for? <laughs> I'm walking around in New York. I said, where the hell is everybody? Anyway, I told the guy, I said, I got this particular taste in my mind. And he helped me get to it. And he kind of looked at me like, this might not work, bud. Well, guess what? It does. Oh, a taste sleuth. You ran into a taste sleuth? 
It does. Mm-hmm. It does, buddy. <laughs> it didn't. It does. Well, that's all I got for booze news. But and, and, but be looking out for a little uh, for a little uh, Hanford original coming soon. Nice. I can't wait. That's awesome. That rocks. Well, you know, you got to follow up the um, Black Lagoon and the Fall hi- <clears throat> and the Fall Highball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, today's drink kind of reminds me of the Fall Highball. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Yes, I do. I need to follow it up, Jeff. Hmm. Was well, that it for booze news for the week? Wrap it up. Mm. Peach. Mm-hmm. Peach. Now, what is Peach doing there? Is that what game is that? Mario Kart. Picture her throwing a banana peel. Okay. That's like too crisp of a recording, though. It feels like maybe somebody doing an impression of it. Is it you, Jeff? No, no, it's real. Wait, is it the Quizzler or the uh, the Trickster? <laughs> the Quizzler, the Quizzlers from something. I see. I, I will say this: I do think I'm getting a cold. That's why I can't fucking. Oh, Michael! I know. Take care of yourself, Mike. Well, I was out there watching those runners. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's freezing cold. I'm out there cheering for runners, taking my shirt off, swinging around. Go, everybody! Go, everybody! <laughs> everybody! Everybody, go! Well, I'd love to hear about the drink of the day. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the drink of the day is uh, quite exciting indeed. Angry balls you've had? No. Uh, are we talking about cocktails still? <laughs> Mike. Come on, buddy. <laughs> oh, you're, you're thinking of grumpy nards, aren't you? <laughs> Nards. I have you've heard. Have, have you have you heard? Uh, never heard or had. No, this is made up from by a corporation, Tim. Ooh. Guys, I swear to God that I think that I had this drink once on the show as like part of booze news or something. Like when we were maybe doing fireball eggnog or some shit yeah. like that. I feel like or maybe in a round two. I swear I've had okay, it because we were trying to figure out like what can you do with Fireball. This must have been one of the things that came up. Tim, I've got three questions: where, when, and how many. <laughs> Let me tell you why we're doing it uh, on this show right now, which is that um, a couple of weeks ago on the Sloppy Boys podcast, I, Tim Galbagis, w- wonderful guy, debuted my creation, the Fall Highball. <laughs> uh, which was whiskey and apple soda and if you guys remember i was so excited and i i i, I was just so sincerely eager to share my creation with the world i was pure of heart mm-hmm. Thank you. and on the day that the episode was announced you know i i awoke like scrooge on christmas day and, mm-hmm. and checked the internet to see what, hey we just announced this episode it's my recipe what are people gonna are people gonna say they love me finally maybe i'll feel like i belong somewhere you know <laughs> yeah that's nice that's a nice feeling <laughs> but wh- i i look it through the comments from the slob heads on x and on instagram and on uh discord mm-hmm. and do, do i see words of encouragement or do i see this thousands and tens of thousands of comments saying, yo, you got to do it with cider. Yo, you, yo, you got to do it though. Though you got to do it with fireball. Yo, yo, try with fireball and hard, hard, hard cider. Yo, yo, 
if you if you if you have yeah. an angry orchard and a fireball, it's an angry ball. This is what I met with. No, <laughs> it's an angry ball. <laughs> yeah, no, great job, Tim. No, that's inspiring, Tim. No, Tim, thank you for sharing your your you expressing yourself. You put yourself out there, Tim. Thanks for working so hard. And what I, I was met with just a, a cold, swift kick in the ass. Here's the world, mm-hmm. Tim. Here, stay home and stay in bed because out here. All you get is a swift kick in the ass. Mm-hmm. I was crushed mm-hmm. and I was saddened. And even mm-hmm. though the fall eyeball is a hit drink and I had the last laugh, I am also an open-minded soul and cur- I'm curious about the world around me. So I listened and here sure. we are. I, I I looked into this. I Always the student, Tim Kalpakis. Thank you. You As you age, you need to keep that natural mm-hmm. sense of wonder. Um mm-hmm. And I've had this once, and uh, but then, so I went looking. It's very. It's, it turns out it's a very popular drink. You know, like it's listed on both the Angry Orchard website and the Fireball website. Ah, interesting. I couldn't find any sort of history of this or uh, anyone credited with inventing it, but it seems to be a college town classic of the last decade. Perhaps coming from the Northeast, maybe maybe New York. It's sort of a, a college town mash them up. Mm. These are two two drinks that got corporate kind of drinks that got really pushed in the in the the twenty teens and love it. Uh, some we don't know whether it was it's coming from the corporations or from the college kids that started doing this mishmash. But I can say that there it has a lot of. As opposed to other drinks you might see like on the website of a beverage company, this one has a lot of fans and a lot of slop heads really do love this. And I took a simple recipe from uh, angryorchard.com and what it's pretty straightforward. One shot of fireball whiskey, one pint Mm. angry orchard crisp apple. Combine shot and pint and enjoy. And that's pretty much it. And then, oh, that's from the Angry Orchard website on, on the on the Fireball website. They call it an apple spiced yeah. spritz. Stupid name. What? Mm. One uh, pint Angry Orchard app, uh, crisp apple, one shot Fireball. So, yeah, they're both saying a shot and a pint. That's funny. They name check the other brand, but they didn't get on the same page about like what to call this thing. <laughs> I know. Now, nobody seems to be doing it as a as a bomb. Uh, nobody seems to be doing it as a popo no-no. No, it's an autumn sipper. It seems like you're just kind of combining these nicely in a pint glass. Well, it's not a popo no-no. They're, they're both uh, alcohols. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you put in the other one? The popo knows doubly so. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got, for me, I, I've got nips of fireball whiskey. And now remember, if you're using the bodega fireball cinnamon, It'll be, you'll have slightly less alcohol, but I've got fireball cinnamon whiskey and I've got crisp apple and I'm just going to pour my can into a pint glass and then dump my nip on top. When we were in Hawaii, I bought a 10 pack of fireball nips. Mm. And after this episode, I'll have seven left. (laughs) Whoa, you (laughs) did it. Jeff, whoa. We are slowly working through these things. <laughs> the, you got that's a well. It's almost time, Jeff, for uh, the holiday season where you start handing those things out <laughs> to kids. <laughs> the Hanford handshake, the Hanford holiday handshake. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Give yourself a little, and you, you or you show up at a party with them in your coat pockets, and everyone comes around here, here, enjoy your season. 
Take it, drink it now. Drink it now, drink it at work. I went to a liquor store and they didn't have the nips and they had a uh, big highball or big fireball. I think I got the regular one, not just the gas station one. So the gas station one is like real weak, right? And the real one is 66 proof. Yeah, then the gas station one is maybe half that. Nice. We haven't done a, uh, a taste test on those gas station versus real. I think we did. I, I have. Uh, you can you can tell the difference of it. The whiskey has a, a little is, tastes stronger, has more burn to it, and the gas station one is more mellow. I think either one would work in this drink. Uh, we're not going to be picky, but I like the idea of the of the of the full strength whiskey one because, of course, you know we talk about on the pod we don't drink a lot of beer because it's too much liquid. So when you're making a thing like this, it's nice that it's going to be two drinks worth of alcohol as opposed to yeah. making this is probably going to be kind of sweet Two drink minimum. Yes. <laughs> but to, to make something that's really sweet and cinnamon and cinnamony and kind of stupid and it's not boozy would be a bummer. So the boozier, the better I say. Sure. The boozier, the better when the baby did, I wish I had an ending to that. <laughs> You'll think of it during the break. <laughs> well, the boozier, the better when you baby did bow. Uh, the better, the baby baby. Baby to bow. Shit, I don't have it. Well, should we do a live pour on the air when we come back? Oh, that's a great idea. Sure. After these messages? I'm going to make mine a little smaller, actually. Smaller? I'm not, I'm not feeling so great. I'm going to do a big boy. You have my you have my half. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, cross the coast halfers, man. Stop. All right, folks, you you perk <laughs> up and listen to these ads, and we'll meet you right back here after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you go, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppyboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppyboys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. We're back with Angry Balls. Terrible name. Here we go. Do a little live pour. Oh, yeah, I got the 66 proof. Oh, Guys, I had my fireball in the freezer, so it's going to be nice and cold, as well as my pine glass. Oh, cold meets hot? <laughs> yes, cold meets hot on the Sloppy Boys podcast. Anyway, I don't like the name. Uh, Angry Balls makes it sound like it's like a men's rights activist drink or something, like a Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson drink. I like that. I like that type of stuff. They're the same color. That's nice. Yeah. Are you dumping your whole nip? I'm going to put my whole nip. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Swirl that right around, don't I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the back of my Angry Orchard bottle, it says, two apples in every bottle. Ooh. <laughs> Does That's it? Cool. That's what this says. My can doesn't say shit. The, we're going to be stronger than what's recommended because you're supposed to have a pint and a shot. We're doing a, a 12 ounce and a nip. So we're going to be a little more cinnamony, but I'm fine with that. Good. Now, is it going to taste like big red? Yeah. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. Oosh. Mm. Ooh. Huh. Mm-hmm. I like that very much. Okay, I get the appeal. It's a little, it's a little flavorous. Our version here, <laughs> a little, maybe a little too. Yeah, it's it's that like I I, I like it, and I would chug these. I, I think that maybe an Angry Orchard on its own tastes better. But hey, you're kicking it up a notch. You're having fun. I just took a little sip of an Angry Orchard uh, of because I didn't pour it all in. I don't really like Angry Orchard that much. I don't like uh, ciders very much, but uh, I do like it with a little cinnamon taste. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm kind of the same. I'm not a mm. cider guy. I probably have two ciders a year and I only have one of them like, you know, one at a time. Our friend Mitch is a huge cider drinker. He, he, yeah. he sure. always has cider over beer. I struggle with this. I like a good one, like a fancy one, a really dry, dry. Ooh, like Almas. Remember Almas? Oh, yes. 
almost the was, cider bar. That was really fun because they were turning us on to all these weird flavors we never had. Like the wide world of ciders. In the, you know, in the UK, they're like uh, soccer hooligans are chugging these really crisp, dry ciders. And I feel like mostly in America, you have like sweeter kind of ciders, but I don't mind this crisp apple angry orchard. I, I, I'm not going to get all revved up and scream and cry <laughs> tears of joy about it, but uh, it's, it's, it's not too sweet. It's early, Tim. You don't know. You could. Cider cider is too much like champagne for me. It's got too much of a crispness that I don't I don't want. You don't like crispness? You don't like crispness, Mike? I like crispness. <laughs> <laughs> Very crispness. That's what I don't like about the champagne. It's that kind of sting, that back that back of your throat sting. Mm. Don't like it. They're similar ciders and champagnes. I I, I yeah. get your problem. That sugary sparkle. For Meghan Markle. <laughs> the Angry Balls, it's like you drink it and you get this cinnamon aftertaste, but it's not like cinnamon. It's like fireball. You know, it's it's like big red, yeah. big red in your cider. Yeah. It's cinnamon syrup flavor. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be tough to, uh, to like try to, to dry drink two of these in a row would be a little tart and sweet. I already wish I didn't do my whole fireball yep. nip. Yeah, I, I poured just a... Uh, just a shot. I think so. The website's right. A pint and a shot is probably the way to go. Pint and a shot. This is pretty good for a. This is pretty good for a holiday thing, though. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and you got give me that. You know what I tried over the weekend? I tried a um, apple cider margarita over the weekend. What the fuck? Oh, fuck you! It was weird. What was replacing what? It was Trader Joe. Trader Joe's spiced apple cider. Mm -hmm. lime juice kind of just around the rim with like a cinnamon sugar rim mm -hmm. all frosted up with tequila in there oh cinnamon sugar rim that's oh. good hey we forgot to make the oppenheimer martini oh we could still do that around oscar season tim yeah barbenheimer is gonna sweep Ooh, provided it gets nominated provided mm. it gets nominated Ooh, is there a flower moon drink uh yeah put a flower in a cup <laughs> Up your fucking ace. Put a fucking rose in a cup and eat it. <laughs> That's what Scorsese's been saying when he's uh, interviewed about the movie. He's trying to keep keep the audiences guessing. Did I tell you? I don't think I talked about it on the show. I tell you guys my critique of uh, Oppenheimer. I thought it was a great movie, but I thought that Killian Murphy was too fat. Ah. Too low, Tim. I think I think he's Tim. too fat. I hate to body shame, but I think he was too fat. Your sizest, Tim. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a movie that was like uh, he had to do a lot of you know uh, body changing. Yeah, he had to like yeah. only eat a little bit uh, of food. He ate like five almonds a day. One one bean. A bean. One legume a day. Oh, my gosh. He would slice into a bean like in Mickey and the Beanstalk. <laughs> <laughs> like in uh, Tiny Tim, <laughs> Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah. A translucent slice of bean. Oh, boy, guys, I'm going to sneeze. I'm going to have a nice fall sneeze. Here it comes. We'll bleep it. We'll bleep it. The first one of the season. <sighs> oh. Blink up at a light. Blink up at a light. <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> you should. We should bleep that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> bleep. Um, you gotta. You gotta subscribe to hear the sneezes.
<laughs> oh boy, I got another one coming. Oh, it's the second sneeze of the season. <laughs> it's sneezing season here on the pod. <laughs> Sneezing's greetings. <laughs> and the run up this guy has to a fucking sneeze. Oh, it's right on the tip of my schnoz. <laughs> he's enjoying it too much. Look at him. He's beaming. Yeah, it's still there, but it's not. It's not ready to launch. Failure to launch. Is it? Wait, is it the? Is it the Mickey? Also, the Mickey Christmas Carol, where like the uh, ghost of present day, yeah, sneezes like that too. Does he? Or maybe that's when he's, he's he's the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. We all know that. Yeah, we know that. So maybe in a different cartoon he sneezes, but it is like a. Uh, uh. Oh yeah, because he's an oaf. Yes, he's a bit of an oaf, yes. What a fun thing. Let's say you get hired. Let's say you're the guy whose job it is. You work at an agency and studios hire you when they're doing a (laughs) a Christmas carol and they have all their IP characters and they need someone to do the casting. Say it's the Muppets or Disney. They bring you in. You're kind of like a fixer. You know, you come in, sleek suit, you sit down and you say, um... Uh, but uh, uh, um, Marley is going to be played by um, Walt Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> this is an agent that makes this call. <laughs> Wait, who's doing that? The agent's going. This, I think it would be the production. It's a, it's like a third party. It's a third party agency that kind of sends in a guy who he's uh-huh. not a casting director for other things. He only goes, "Hey, um, listen." Uh, yeah. Um, uh-huh. uh, uh, <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be uh, the ghost. <laughs> one of the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> no, Scrooge. I mean, hey, the king of them all, Scrooge McDuck. He's not the ghost. Well, wait. <laughs> He's yeah. a narrator, isn't he? I feel like we talked about this before. Is is Mickey's Christmas Carol, is that the debut of Scrooge and then Scrooge's in DuckTales after that? Oh. No, I think Scrooge McDuck pre-existed. Well, how perfect. There's already a Scrooge McDuck and then they're doing the Christmas Carol. <laughs> how, well, how easy is it for that guy from the agency? A Christmas miracle, Tim. <laughs> what a miracle for Disney. <laughs> Sorry. He may have been named after that very character years ago. Mm, still <laughs> oh get this hold on i, w- I want to get back to this uh well hold on <laughs> okay the scrooge mcduck 1947 in a comic book wow okay what about launchpad mcquack <laughs> he's a he's a he's a 90s kid yeah wait when did when did this uh when did the christmas carol come out mickey christmas carol um <laughs> i don't know 89 yeah something like that i was just remembering Jeff, you had a funny comment on an Instagram where I told you guys the story that when I was a kid, uh, maybe like eight years old, when DuckTales was on, I would uh, yell to my <laughs> to my whole family as if my mom and dad wanted to watch. I go, DuckTales is on and then would be shocked when no one would come running and I'd watch by myself. Like, hey, more for me. Recently I, <laughs> on our Instagram, I, I found a, a picture of me as a young boy hockey player and I post on Instagram and then Jeff, you, you commented, wow, DuckTales is on. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably right about then, I would say. What was your, you had another story like that, Tim, where it was like, it was like Michelle's on. Yeah. Oh, for, for Full House. Full House, yeah. There's a, there's a home video of my sister. My sister's five years younger than me. 
and she is a baby taking her first steps. We have a video of her first steps. And in the other, <laughs> you can hear from the other room, you can hear the sound of uh, Full House, the th Full House theme song. And then you can hear me. <laughs> you, can, you can hear me yelling, Michelle's on. <laughs> <laughs> During first steps, I called Full House Michelle. Oh sure. Also, what it's weird for a kid to think a kid is cute. You know, like I would watch that show and be like, Haha, Michelle's so funny. Well, that's your that's your surrogate. When you watch something and you're you know you're supposed to identify with that character because you're similar to them. She's a proxy. The proxy. Like when I watch Beauty and the Beast, I don't know who to relate to until Gaston comes on the screen. Yeah. And I go, there's my guy. <laughs> I like the I like the singing candle. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're lanky, Mike. And you can sing. Now watch yourself, buddy. You go to a gym for three months and you call me lanky? <laughs> you're spindly and rubbery. I know, I know, I know. I know who I am. I played Lumiere in high school. I held two flashlights in my hand and sang Ooh. Be Our Guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, that's good. Wait, what were we just talking about before Lumiere? Michelle. Oh. Related to the audience proxy. The first time I watched The Sopranos, I really related to Christopher. I was younger. I mean, I was probably more AJ's age and in denial, but I felt like Christopher was my way into the show. And then when I mm -hmm. rewatched it during the pandemic... I was the same age as Tony. Isn't that crazy? So I, and, and I, and I, Oof. I, me and Tony are very different, but I was looking at it at least from his age group. But I would say if I had to choose a character that is me in the Sopranos, it's probably Artie Bucco because he, yeah. <laughs> he's a cook. He's, he loves food. He wants to be tough, but he's a pussy and he cries his little eyes out. Yeah, sure. And me, Furio. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no questions asked, Furio. <laughs> Me, I don't associate with that type of person, so I would be one of the cops. <laughs> <laughs> one of the cops. One of the cops. No, I'd be I, I would be Buscemi's character. You'd be Med. Meadow, yeah. Med school Meadow. Damn, I'm getting drunk. I was too thirsty and I gulped this too fast. Now I'm drunk on my own pod. Let's see it. Prove it. How far are you down? Have you eaten much today? Have I eaten much? I'll tell you what, I had a Mediterranean salad from Mendocino Farms. Now, how do you feel? Oof. Tim, you got to work through that locks. Don't be eating other stuff. <laughs> Bring locks to work. Yeah, that's true. Bring locks to work today. Bring your locks to work day. That'd be fun. <laughs> how, about, how about bring your boss to bring your boss to work day? How about that? Your boss should be at work. <laughs> he's, he's two vacation days. Bring your boss to work day. Like he'd be there anyway, but you got to bring him this time. <laughs> you got to pick him up. <laughs> you got to pick his, drive his ass. And every Friday is a bring your boss to work day. So if somebody <laughs> get a chore wheel going and somebody get me on Fridays. <laughs> Friday. Um, as opposed to a cocktail on the rocks that gets nice and melty as you go and gets better. Yeah. I would say as I get to the bottom of this pint, the temperature has warmed a little. And mm -hmm. the drink has gotten worse by the bottom of the pint. I'm right there with you, T. Interesting. Maybe throw some rocks in here, folks. Maybe throw some rocks in here. Could be good. Rocks in his beer or a cider, basically. Hey, think of it this way. Beer rocks. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So I think we're getting towards uh, what we would do differently. I'm doing less fireball. As we're, as we're approaching the holiday season, I'm wondering. I like this. I like this drink. I'm wondering what we can do to make it more holiday-ish. 
I'll put a fucking candy cane up your ass when you drink it. My, uh, up my LK. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's apple and it's cinnamon. Maybe get some of that Cardi B whip and go. <laughs> Ooh, I do have some. Hey, wait a second. We saw one recipe of this did have whipped cream on top. So maybe I'll put some whip shot Cardi B. Yeah, give it a little. Give it a little. <laughs> wait a minute. I, while you're talking about that, I got to look up a Cardi B thing because I think. Keep keep talking. Okay, while you look that up, I'll t- I'll tell Jeff something different, which is okay. I just had a memory, Jeff, of uh, because this is apple cinnamon. Do you remember mm-hmm. when we were kids? Cheerios came out with new apple cinnamon Cheerios. Hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, I guess I do. Well, it's apple cinnamon Cheerios. They're still around to this day. But what was weird was that the commercial and the song was like. New apple cinnamon Cheerios, and the new was like baked in. They were like new apple cinnamon. So I remember t- asking my dad, I was like, "Can we get new apple cinnamon? <laughs> Can we get new apple cinnamon Cheerios?" And he's like, "What?" And instead of saying apple cinnamon Cheerios and it's a new product, I was like, "Yeah, I want like new apple cinnamon Cheerios." <laughs> he's like, "My God, my son has been programmed by the TV." <laughs> now I've had a lot of these interactions with my dad because I told you. One time I saw a commercial for cream of wheat and they were making it all cool for 90s kids. And I was like, Dad, can we get cream of wheat? And he was like, you want cream of wheat? (laughs) He wants cream of wheat? But then the best morning food anecdote I have with, with my father is that to trick me into getting excited about oatmeal, he called it Chewbacca cereal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Chewbacca cereal. And it worked, and it worked. And I would be like, can I have Chewbacca cereal? But I work to this day. You swear he actually eats it? This is what Wookiees eat for breakfast? Yeah, I want that. <laughs> Tim, I just got a box of Quaker Oat maple brown sugar cinnamon <laughs> crap, and it's so good. I love it during the cold months. That's good Chewbacca cereal, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was always, I was very gullible. I remember being at a, a store with my dad, like it's back to school time and I'm picking out sneakers and my dad, my dad presented me with two options of like, you know, uh, like ASIC sneakers. And he's like, yeah. Tim, which do you want? Like these ones are like feather light for jumping. And then these ones are like lightning fast for running, which do you, and I was like, Hmm. <laughs> Damn, your dad played you like a fiddle. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is good. The dad, I do both running and jumping, but I think that the running comes up more often. So let's go with the running. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like a $12 pair of shitty Velcro shoes. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> this has been a good consultation. <laughs> The best. His, he's talking to his like chubby little son who doesn't run or jump. <laughs> you're, you're really like, so these will make me jump higher, you yeah. say? <laughs> um, okay, I couldn't find the video I was talking about, but I saw Cardi B on something recently with that, that Cardi B um, whip shots. Whip shots. And she was shaking it up like crazy. Like, you shouldn't have to. I you know, shouldn't but maybe have to. She might just it might be one of those things where like, oh, uh, we went to the wrong producers of this aerosol stuff. And she was like really going for it and finally got some out. But uh, <laughs> she finally got some out. She wasn't she wasn't like, what the fuck's with this thing? She was like, yep, we're just shaking it up here. You got to shake it up. And now we here we go. Well, just like Tim, she was smacking it. The design flaw and the bad physics that I demonstrated on Booze News they they put that into the commercial like, hey, you have to shake a little too much because we did a bad job making this. 
Yeah, and smack it and turn it totally upside down and then put it right in your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't cut corners. Smack it, twirl it, twist it. It's like if we had commercials for this podcast and we were like, you're not supposed to laugh. It's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to be upset when you're done. You're supposed to be sweaty every time you're doing this podcast. You should be bored when you listen to a pod. You should be bored. You're supposed to waste your time. Why aren't you bored? No one's bored anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no one's bored these days. Nobody gets bored. You're supposed to be in your car, driving bored, doing dishes bored. You're bored, mm-hmm. you're boring. Are we doing round two? No need on my end. I'm going to have a round two because I'm in the mood to get drunk and then be slurring on the Patreon. Yeah, I'm in the mood too. Ooh-wee. But uh, I'm going to put a little bit less fireball and try to have a perfect marriage of apple and cinnamon. Oh, so Tim, you're seeking balance. Mm-hmm. The Buddha would be proud. But then I'm going to throw off the balance with Cardi B Whipshot Whipped Cream on top. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. All right, folks. We're going to make a little round two. And when we come back, final thoughts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. with round two well, here comes the live pour oh yes <gasps> not the whole nip though <laughs> I actually did a little too much uh oh that's fine Tim your tweaks how did the whip shots go it was a mess faulty product look how gross this is it just sort of it, it didn't it looks it, fucking it, disgusting ugh. get that put that down Jesus <laughs> don't show that shit to me <laughs> I shook it so much and it just, it just truly nasty, just dripped cream on my fucking drink. It's gross. It looks like a, a pond scum or a scuzz on the top. <laughs> yeah, it's got scuzz on top. But while I was peeking into my fridge, I reminded me, I did mm-hmm. something interesting you guys might be interested in. 
You know, I was talking at the top of the show about how I have a bunch of locks. Uh Oh, this bagel spread I got. It also had like tomatoes, capers, onions, and a lot of cucumbers, like the good, the little summer cukes, like sliced up Mm -hmm. thin, thin cucumber slices for, for bagels. I had like two pounds of them. I didn't know what to do with them. And then I had a pickle jar where I'd finished all the pickles. Oh, no. But I left the juice in there. So I took all the cucumbers and I plopped them in the pickle juice. And I haven't tasted them yet. They've been in there for two days. And I think I'm making pickles. Quick pickle. That's a good idea. It'll be like half sour. Yeah. Because you lose. I mean, you finish up a Vlasic. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of water in there still. Pickle juice. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Pickle water. And I always save the jar, like in case I do pickle back shots or do something. But then I'm, I've mm-hmm. got these empty jars in there. Me too. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Tim, because it's sliced so very thin, I bet you it's soaking up all that juice real quick. Yeah. yeah it's probably ready. I wouldn't even mind a taste test. It's very thin. These, these were very, I, w- I wouldn't say paper thin, but I would say two ply paper. <laughs> now, should we do a live taste or should we save it for the Patreon? Uh, well, <laughs> the, the lamest possible. <laughs> I say we do it here. I think you guys talk while I go get them. I'll be right back. I think so. I think okay. so, too. Okay, okay, that's good. Mike, you ever pickled anything? Yeah, I think I did some pickles on this pod, as a matter of fact. That you made? Yeah, but they were like, I didn't like them. It, they tasted pickly, but it's like the type of pickles I didn't like. My my grandparents used to have a family friend who I think was like my grandfather's war buddy. Mm-hmm. His name was David Disco. D-Y-S-Z-K-O. <laughs> Not disco, like right, disco, right, right. fun disco dancing. This guy, David Disco, was a, a family friend of my grandparents, and he used to make pickles for the oh. family. And that was like his gift. Yeah. And if you were good, you got a jar of pickles. And, it, <laughs> and, if, you di- and if you didn't thank him, he would yell at you. Really? Yes. He'd be like, Alyssa doesn't get one this year because she didn't thank me last year. <laughs> that sort of thing. That's fun. Okay, look at my jar here. I have a giant jar of Dietz and Watson hot and zesty pickle chips. And now I'm going to crack the top. These have been there for two days. I'm going to take one pickle. Look, look how thin these are, are, right? It's a very thin little... Yeah, that's Ooh. very thin. A little wafer. It's so it's just I love these little small summer cukes. Okay. And now we're going to the dome. Oh. Oh, Timmy. Well, he's he's putting two or three in now. Mm. He can't stop. Someone get over there. I'll tell you this. <laughs> this these are better than the original Deets and Watson pickles. They're like half sours. Hey. You know when you go to Katz's deli and you get sours and half sours? Yeah. Yeah. I bet you they still got a nice cucumber structure to them. Yeah. It's got a good crunch. Listen to this. They snap. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Hmm. It's the crunch. You love to munch. Right here on the Angry Balls episode of the Sloppy Boys. Now, if I could, before we get into uh, final thoughts, Jeff, which I know you're revving up to do and I can't wait to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad Roman, I want to say the, uh, the martini peppercini, gray goose, peppercini brine, and lemon zest. No... No vermouth. Nice. We could do that. Well, your final thoughts? Order again. Uh, I'm not making a night of it, but it is. I go out to a a Christmas party for sure. I'm making some of this. Or like, hey, you go to a football game, you go to homecoming. 
Mm-hmm. You're out at the bar and with uh, with your old schoolyard chums. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I do this a lot. I go back to my hometown. I go to my high school and I kind of befriend some of the kids that currently go to the school and I get drunk with them. You do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High school kids. Mm-hmm. How do they get that alcohol, Tim? I buy it for them. <laughs> hey, kid, this will put some uh, hair on your chest. We talked about this on my podcast the other week. I don't listen to pods. We, I listen to Doja Cat on TikTok. Oh, God. I listen to Minecraft. Oh, God. Oh, God. So do I. You listen to Minecraft. That's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Our friend Alan McLeod said that his little boy's son, Sonny, mainly listens to Minecraft parodies, like pop songs. Yep. And he doesn't play Minecraft, Mike. He doesn't. He just likes the songs. So it'll just be like, you know, the Katy Perry song, but she's wow. singing about a, her pickaxe or a, a, some sort of brick. Hmm. Exactly right. How about what if Miley Cyrus is like, I came in like a wrecking cube. Sonny would love that shit. Yeah. Now, would wait, Tim, did you get final thoughts or no? Don't try to top it with whip shots. It won't work. Whip shots. The Angry Balls, weirdly enough, yeah, I, I, I like it. I, it is an order again. As, as a stupid thing to do with your college buddies, it seems pretty fun. I can't say that. I, I think Fireball alone is good. And, Fireball. And, I really meant to prep that sample. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. You fucked up, dude. You you already prepped it once. Why do you not have mm-hmm. it ready to go? You want me to dig into the archives? Y'alls. Um, I, I like it. I'd stupid. This is a stupid drink for idiots, but I'm an idiot and I'm stupid. And uh, I, I say order again. Nice. Me too. I'm a little smarter than that, but I do <laughs> still, I will do that. Damn. Especially with my old chums. Yeah. You have kind of a cunning wit. Yes. <laughs> um, but less fireball. Do it as scripted. Full pint, little dab of fireball. Oh, I should have used my fucking Apple mm. Crown Royal. Hey, I've, I've talked about this before. One of the first alcohols I got drunk on as a child, Aftershock. You remember, you all remember Aftershock? Yes. It's another like red hot cinnamon fireball liqueur. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably just a little bit stronger. I remember hypnotic, hypnotic and aftershock were, were both. You know what this drink would be good for? You're outside. It's it's late November, early December. You're outside around a fire. Yeah. You're wearing mm. a wool hat. You're, you're a winter hat. You're wearing Carhartt. The rugged jacket. You got your Carhartt. boots up on the fire side. Yeah, of course, Carhartt. They make a quality item. <laughs> and you're pouring one of these and you're sipping it while watching the flames dance. I like that. The flames can sort of tell you a story. Car manages to be big with the hip dude, young dudes, and the old mm-hmm. functional guys who are really using it for what it's meant. Maybe one yeah. day I'll write and direct a short film about like a young Brooklyn kid and like and an old New Hampshire grandpa. And they both talk about their love of Carhartt. <laughs> yeah we'll be the grandpa i might have to age one of you down hey, me and jeff could star in this movie well, <laughs> well i'm a young brooklyn kid and jeff's it's a- funny that it's young and old and then also like you know a logger who is far right probably wears carhartt and then also a creative director in san francisco probably wears carhartt it's a quality brand 
Mm. You know, I'm. That's funny, Jeff. I'm surprised. You know, remember when uh, uh, New Balance was like, people were like, "Oh, don't wear New Balance because they give money to the RNC or something like that." Uh, I think that's. I don't know what that that uh, thing was, but yeah, you're right. I feel like this. I'm, I'm surprised Carhartt hasn't been politicized yet. You heard it here first. Carhartt is politicized. <laughs> well, we give half our money to the RNC too. <laughs> Well, maybe it's what you're talking about, Jeff. Maybe it's because like both everyone wears them. So like, you don't know. Let's get some funding for an old grumpy right wing dad and his young NYU filmmaker son are be like, we got to go shopping. Your mom said we got to go shopping together. We don't want to. Let's split up. But then they both end up at the Carhartt store and they realize they're not so <gasps> different after all. <laughs> we... <laughs> We do other things together, but we do not shop together ever. And I do mean never. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And if you can't get enough boys, go to patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Plunk down the five and double your pleasure. Mm. Good episode, dudes. Really good hosting, both of us. And could you sense that there were so many more ears this week? So, yeah, so many fresh ears just getting introduced to the pod. Oh, it's all the Swifties. Yeah, probably the Swifties. Thanks, Swifties. Thank you. Thank you, Swifties. We love the Swifties. Hey, you want to meet back here same time next week? Yeah, that could honestly rock the house, yeah. Bye, folks. Bye. Bye.